Hey. Hello. It's Friday. It's Friday. It's hey, Friday. Friday. It's it's 12 o'clock. It's that time of the day. And I have none other than the social selling thunk think tank himself, Mr. <laughs> Eric, the daddy Doyle. On... <laughs> How do you like that? The best, the best uh, opener I've ever heard. And, and it just matched the, I was sitting here getting totally zoned into your little opening sequence there and that 80s kind of montage music. I, I was, I so wanted a leather jacket that I could just put the sleeves up on and get a perm on and uh, pure Miami Vice, just roll up the sleeves. Yeah. Yes. It's, uh, it's, it's all about the synth. It's all about the synth. All about the synth. Yeah. Without a doubt. How are you doing? I don't... Uh, I'm good, buddy. Yeah, I'm good. I don't see uh, anyone in the the comments section yet, so hopefully they'll start populating. That's because you got the wrong guest this week. Yay! Here. <laughs> there we go. Here. You've saved Thank goodness. Thank you. You saved our bacon, Ailey. Saved our bacon. Um, um, so yeah, uh, I, I've said it before, but but you're kind of uh, my, my brother from another mother. You, you just you just you you get me, you understand me, um, and that that's a, a rare and beautiful flower of a thing. Uh, I'm hey, feeling all emotional though. We've just started. <laughs> emotional or emotional? Emotional. I feel all emotional. <laughs> uh, Tom Tom here is is this here as well? Awesome. Greetings cool. from Slower Lower Delaware on this Friday morning. East Coast USA, good man. Fantastic! I love that wee picture. That little drawing is so cool. <laughs> um, so we'll, uh, yeah. Show format is we'll obviously dive into a, a few little questions. We'll take some Q and A's from the audience. So anyone out there in comment land, if you've got any uh, any questions for Mister Doyle or myself, then please pop them in the comment section. We will do our very best to answer them. Um, Fantastic. And then we'll we'll move on to the uh, the the my favorite part of the show, and uh, I'm sure yours as well. The quick fire movie quiz round. Um, so uh, for people that don't know, I, I know this story because uh, you told it to me the other day. But but um, tell us how you kind of discovered uh, social media and, and how you moved from from your sort of older career path to where you currently are now. Sure, sure. So I was um, pretty much 30 years in the energy sector. Uh, grew up in Glasgow, moved to Aberdeen in 2000. I used to work offshore on the, the drilling rigs. Um, yep. Started off life as an electrician, then got into health and safety, then moved into sales and found a love for, for sales, um, and then um, started getting into sort of general management, became a managing director and a board member of some really small energy service companies. Um, but I noticed in around about 2017 that something was changing. Hi, Matt. Uh, something was changing, and uh, and the people that I worked with, and I was, I was still a very sort of sales-orientated MD, we were finding it more difficult to get in to see those customers, that it was really easy years before we could just use the phone, use an email, and that'd be fine cold call yep. ah, you don't know us but we know that you're using our competitors and we think we could be uh, a better alternative and that method of working wasn't happening so something happened in 2017 as the md of a company and actually i see these people now that i'm a, a social selling coach I, I see these people all the time now as an md of a company my, my job with linkedin was when my colleague poked her head in the door and said i've put a, con a piece of content out on the company page can you like it and share it i would go yeah so I would open the platform for the first time that week and last time that week, like and share, done. Close the computer. <laughs> social media social media strategy delivered. Yes. Yeah, delivered. Tick box checked. Tick box <laughs> checked. We are doing social. <laughs> so so, um, so then something changed. I, I, I did something, one, um, I've told this story a million times. I, 
I did something very unusual for me and I commented on a particular prospect's problem that he put on LinkedIn. Now, I was very nervous about doing this because I'd never actually commented on anything in 2017. The, the MD of a company, I just, I just, I just perused and lurked. I spied on the competition and made sure that that guy that left us six months ago isn't ripping off our IP uh, <laughs> or, you know, and I, I, you know, when we were looking to hire a new project engineer, I would go into a competition and go into project engineers and go, let's get him or her. And that's what we used LinkedIn for. Um, so I did something, I made a comment. That that comment pulled all the way through to meetings and a purchase order. And I remember sitting with the team saying, how does this work? How does this work? Completely you guys were involved in technical proposals and all of that, but how does some words typed into LinkedIn start a chain reaction that results in revenue? And that's when the bug was planted. That's when the seed was planted. So I started reading. I started reading, 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 and and getting kind of mixed up. I was buying books from America on digital selling and what it's all about. And it was all really complicated. And it was all about the tech sector and and uh, Silicon Valley. And I never really understood it at all. Um, but uh, but then I found a book that really resonated. That was Social Selling by Tim Hughes. Um, and it sort of stopped me in my tracks. It was that thunk moment where I actually stopped and I felt really upset. I told them, I've told them this a million times. It made me nearly tearful because I realized that had I, had I thought about social selling as a concept and, and, and applied it to the businesses that I ran, I think we would have been more successful. I know we would have been more successful. So I started to get into it and I joined up with Tim who runs DLA Ignite and his colleague Adam, uh, uh, partner Adam. And, uh, and, and I work with DLA and I help companies move from that position I was in now to strategic social selling and influence and bring them into that digital age. That's what I do. Nice. Yeah. So it's, uh, yeah, I can just imagine uh, you and Tim sat on a, a mountaintop somewhere just sort of <laughs> chanting. And, and... <laughs> well, I was, I was like, uh, I was like, Jean, I lost Jean Claude Van Damme climbing up the steps of the mountain. And he was sitting there, sort of like levitating six feet off the deck saying, what do you need, my friend? What do you need? And I'm like, show me the way. What is this LinkedIn? What does it do? You, you must you must sit for seven you must days. Sit. Exactly. <laughs> Let's stop him. Let's stop about optimizing your profile with bamboo. Lesson one. Lesson one. So so, so why uh why in particular uh LinkedIn? Because that's that seems to be your sort of main horn of choice. It's one of them. It's one of them. Mm -hmm. um, we are we are we are strategic social media uh, coaches. So so a, a part of that is we we clearly if you're going to teach B two B businesses and all of the teams in that business how to connect and interact and engage with prospects. Clearly, a LinkedIn is a great place to do that. So yes, a portion of what we do is is on LinkedIn. Um, it's how we met you and I. Um, yes. how we came across each other so so we like linkedin and we like the sort of form and structure and the the applicability that linkedin brings because because it's a niche still a niche platform it's where professionals go to hook up and network with other professionals so if you're going to be a professional selling to other professionals or want to get to the position where you can sell to other professionals this is a great place to meet them and nurture relationships with them so we love it we love it it's do, very cool do you, do you still think i mean it, it still feels to me like it's um like it's kind of new and exciting and fresh and, and still in its infancy as, as a platform does do you still get that sort of vibe from it totally totally and we see that with our clients as well um so i think it's yes it's it's morphed i mean i i looked up this morning uh in coming on here because i know that you're i know that you're interested in linkedin i went into the uh the little tab where it shows you when you joined and I joined yeah. on Tuesday, the, Tuesday, September the 16th in 2008, I joined the platform. Um, I never used or got any value from this platform 
until uh, twenty, the end of twenty nineteen, beginning of twenty twenty. Yeah, and yeah. never really got into the art and science associated with how you how you actually monetize your presence and your behavior here until I joined up with uh, with DLA and and learned those mechanisms. Um, so so there you go, that whole void space of missed time and energy. And that for so for me, my okay, I've been around since, since Tuesday, September the sixteenth, two thousand and eight. But my LinkedIn experience. Of being a really really cool member on this platform and getting all the value that comes with it and meeting all these wonderful people and growing networks and all of that actually started in early 2020 yeah. so it still feels really fresh to me still feels yeah, fresh yeah. to me because yeah that's when the activity button really sort of ramped up for me i think it's um the fact that they've uh they're sort of okay. trying to build um a uh, creator community yeah hi claire um the fact that they're trying to build a creator community now and they've they've enabled uh creator mode and they've they've just employed someone as kind of head of um uh, uh community as well uh for creators it seems like there's a big kind of shift happening in terms of they're accepting the fact that it's more a social media platform and they're trying to drive creators to the platform and they're trying to drive more original content to the platform which is for someone like me it's that's a massively exciting turning point i think in, in kind of i think team. so i think so there is a clear divide between content creators such as yourself and people who and there's no right or wrong here you choose to behave the way you want to behave here other people behave want to behave more conservatively and more quietly yeah. And that's fine. But what they're now doing is giving you that ability to say, well, take all that stuff that you do and put it in a more refined kind of uh, uh, visible way that other people like you can really tune into. So I think it's cool. I think it's a great advancement. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, it's, uh, exciting. Exciting times. Exciting. Exciting times. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, um, how did you uh, first sort of start flirting with the video? Because I've I've loved to watch your video journey. No, from, from no, no. Please don't have this conversation. This is this <laughs> yes, is cringe. Yes, yes. So I've got a red enough face already because, like many millions of people on the planet, I suffer from rosacea. I've got a little red tinge to the little T zone here on my face, um, and I'm going even more red now because this is cringe. This is awful. When you ask these questions, when you, to know that people like you and there are more people like you, when I make a little crappy video and put it out they're, there. They're not, they're not crappy. They're, oh, I, I man. Love, dude, I love watching, I, I love watching your content because there's so much freaking enthusiasm behind it. I love the fact that you love making it. It's beautiful, dude. Oh, man. It's beautiful to watch. It's, oh, it's thank awesome. you. Well, that's very nice of you. But I, I, uh, so video, how did I get started in video? So when I, Again, my 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 awakening of what what being a member of this platform actually meant started in sort of early 2020, sort of late 1920. And there were people that I was watching that I thought, man, that just that just that just like I, I remember the first time I saw a Mark Gaysford video. Yeah. Um, Mark Gaysford back then was at was at uh, was at a particular peak. You know what I mean? I think I think that year he'd put out 380 bits of video, and yeah. uh, and I just. I just Phenomenal, right? Phenomenal. So I'm watching Mark Gaysford going, how do you how do you how do you do that? How how do you even have the balls to do that? How do you how do you do that? That's so against the grain of how I grew up. You know, on LinkedIn, you're supposed to have a suit and tie, you're supposed to look as if you're about to go on the apprentice with Alan Sugar. You're supposed to just <laughs> you're supposed to just talk as if you're just vomiting up an MBA. That's what you do on LinkedIn. <laughs> Yeah, blah, value adds, EBITDA, profit. Value, value, <laughs> value, 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 value. Customer focused, solutions orientated. Um, you're supposed to just do that, and that's what happens. But then, then there's this guy. 
So I'm looking at Gasford, I'm looking at other people, and I'm going, but these are like these are like artisans. So I quite I quite like that. They're like kind of they're like kind of video artisans in a weird digital world trying to pull it in another direction. So I was like, so you know, I, I can't, none of us can be, and that's one of the big mistakes is, we, you know, we, we train our clients is we don't try to be like anyone else. We try and find our own yeah. zone and our own little our own little lane. So so I don't want to be like Gaysford or anyone else, but I want to do some video. I want to do some video. So I want to find my own genre. I want to find my own thing. So yeah. that whole that whole content piece that we do, our content's well thought out. I'm a big planner. How do you do, Mark Lawrence? Hi, Mark. Um, um, so So, yeah. I, I was I was looking at my content plan for the week and going, you're gonna have to do it one day, you know. You're gonna have to just you're gonna have to just do a video. So I uh, I just started doing it. I just started doing. I went out there with the camera. I actually I actually did a podcast with you, and I said, so how do I do this? And you said, just use your phone. Don't get wrapped up in buying thousands of pounds worth of kit. Just use your yeah, phone. Yeah. Um, you said little things like look at the camera, don't look at the screen. You said get the lighting right, which I've never done yet. Look at your lighting. You look like a, a Greek god sitting there with all your fancy lighting, and I've got blazing sunshine and darkness. And um, so, so I just thought I just started doing it, and then got really interested in how to make. Uh, I don't think they're in any way they're in any way super engaging, but I got more interested in how to how to do amateur hour editing, and uh, got in, got interested in that a little bit. But it, it's so cringeworthy when you bring it up because I am not. A video content producer i just happened to do video yeah but but it's it's i i love the fact that you've just you've run head first into it and your audience is they're, they're 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 loving it you can see i can see like watching your kind of video journey and the the engagement levels you've got from video to video is just it's it's it makes me teary-eyed it's beautiful oh wow well that's that's lovely thank you so much and it's, and it's awesome i can only i can only aspire to be at, i mean i watch some of your stuff and i just think jesus that's like it's like, how do you do that? How, how on earth do you, where do you even start? So, but, but for people like us who have just got a camera and an idea and a bit of ambition, we take all our leads from people like you. That's all you need, dude. You just, you just nailed it. A camera and a freaking idea. That's all you need. Just yeah. those two things and the will to do. And, yeah. and yeah, you'll, you'll make magic. It's just, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just having a, a desire to do it, I think, um, and embracing it. Um, do you uh do you have kind of you, you said that you do a lot of kind of planning with your content are you a, a real kind of um strategy guy when it comes to you do you kind of map all your content out and, and really yes. kind of think you do yeah totally totally so big, a big part of the whole social selling piece is is putting that putting that rigor and structure into place putting this the scaffolding around it so still to this day and we teach our clients to do it i sit down on a sunday and i map out what the rest of the week's going to look like um, my daughter has just uh, she she used to produce a, a bit of like uh, illustration work for me, um, but she's now got a job, so she can't do that anymore. So I used to map all that in and say that Monday there's going to be a blog, Tuesday there's going to be a video, and I just map out my plan and what that's going to mean because I need to be able to go back in and harvest all of that and 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 deal with all of that. So yeah, I plan it out a week in advance, so nothing is. We, we tell our clients, and this is maybe a bit over the top, um, but it's just a good rule of thumb and a good rigor to get into. If you wake up in the morning and go, what am I going to post today? Then you're still in the tactical random sphere. And we want you to be in the strategic world where we everything that we do has a purpose and links back to a strategy. Yes. Yeah. 
yeah cool. so um, yeah i think um i'm i'm not so uh I'm, I'm a bit kind of free form with it i guess i kind of i yeah. know what my kind of core values are and the kind of messaging i want to get across but a lot of my stuff's kind of off is quite off the cuff but it's still it still relates back to that core kind of messaging i suppose totally there's, totally yeah there's, there's there's different ways of doing it i guess yeah and and, and, I, and I still i still say that there's there's a there's a flexibility in there that if something amazing happens that day if a package arrives in that like i um one of my my, my good digital friends daniel guzman sent me this book the other day and it landed on the doorstep and i was overwhelmed i was almost teary-eyed when i saw that she'd all the, she'd gone down to the post office in brooklyn and bought a package with her daughter and sent me this along with a personalized note and i had no intention of putting out a piece of content that day about this book but i did i made a little video because i was that just it. so that the, the the plan has enough flexibility to be able to cope with new things and interesting stuff that just happen there that is going to be content yeah. worthy right yeah i think you have to uh you have to allow a certain amount of uh, reactiveness as well um in your content um don't forget anyone's got any any questions out there in comment land i can hear you breathing uh don't forget to pop them <laughs> down in the comment section so we can get those uh, answered even if it's around uh cake because I, I know um matt and rebecca have been talking about cake for most of the uh <laughs> the life so even if it's about cake like what, what's it's about cake, cake? absolutely absolutely um if it's heavy breathing you could hear that will definitely be matt pipe <laughs> um why do you think uh people that people still don't understand in 2021 the value of producing and controlling and putting out their own content on social media what do you think is the biggest reason for that uh, my my opinion is and i'd, I'd love to debate this with uh, is that people have been battered for years People have been battered into, into um, being told that they need to conform to some made-up rules about what professional is. I think we were kind of talking about it either off-air at the start. Yep. It means that that if I'm going to be digital, I need to be I have a coat hanger but still in my suit jacket. I need to have a, a, a shirt and tie on. I need to vomit up that MBA at every possibility. I need to say, here's my stuff. Buy my stuff. Here's a shiny thing. If you need this shiny thing, give me a call about this shiny thing and we can talk about <laughs> shiny things. Um, I think, so no one ever got fired by saying, please buy our products. No one ever get fired for doing that, right? It's still, it's very safe, right? So if you if you then, and I, I do this, I, I sit with teams who operate like that, and that's fine because they've been beaten into that environment. It's like space repetition for 20 years. That's what they've been told they have to do. Now you get someone sitting in front of them saying, get rid of the shirt and tie. I don't just mean the actual shirt and tie, I mean the metaphoric shirt and tie, relax. And let's yeah. let's talk to each other and talk to that network you have, whether it's five hundred people or five thousand people, like they're actually nice people, human beings that human, that, human, human fucking beings. There you go. <laughs> talk to these people like you would talk to them in a in a restaurant over lunch, rather than yeah. stop talking to them like you're on a microphone presenting an a, an MBA package to them. Because when you do that, people will walk forward to you and go, "Oh yeah, yeah, that that's cool, that's nice." You know, you don't have to be an expert. You don't have to be Nick Rayburn, you know, content creator to get a little network to follow you. If you start no. to speak like a real, true human being, your best version of yourself, obviously the true human that we don't want to see is the sort of pizza-eating, beer-slugging maniac. We want to see a nice version of you that we can approach and we want to be near. That's it. We just want to be near you. We want to be part of your digital friends group. So people don't understand that actually... 
if we can get more people to become digital friends with us, we're going to have more conversations with nice people that are either going to be helpful, influential, they're going to amplify our message, or someone's going to turn around one day and say, actually, do you know, it's been so nice knowing you. Why don't we just jump on a call and uh, and talk about what it is that you do? Because I think you might be able to help us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, yeah. I think that the, I've said it before, but the clue is in the name. It's a, it is a social media platform, so you kind of have to be social. Um, and when you and sociable that, and sociable, yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you're just and that's all business is. You're having conversations with other people, but social allows you to have those conversations at scale. <laughs> what are you laughing at? That comment but, from Rebecca. She's dying of roots. I guess you guys don't need to do that. <laughs> It's harsh. It's harsh. Yeah, it is harsh. It's harsh. It is harsh. Male bad is a curse, Rebecca. It's a curse. Yes, exactly. Right? I'm done with this. I'm done with this nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> Male pattern baldness is a curse. I, I, I never asked for this. I only got I only got Eric on the show on the one proviso that we wouldn't talk about the hair. Okay, Correct. Rebecca. You, yes, you promised there. me, but you promised. You promised. <laughs> it was in the contract. Yes. <laughs> oh dear. Oh man. Um uh I I always um find this a difficult question, but what are some of the best pieces of content you've seen uh, on the platform? Because oh, yeah. I think it's always always difficult to to sort of pull those back out and see if you can remember one. Yeah, totally. Um, so best pieces of content. So in an overarching kind of response to your to your question, the best pieces of content I've seen are the are the content that that stops my thumb when I'm scrolling that sort of catches my attention. So so I'm not getting into the specifics. Um, um, just something generically it would be something that catches my eye that intrigues me a little that interests me perhaps entertains me um tells me something that i didn't know about the world uh yeah thank you matt that's really nice uh that's really nice of you yeah i know um and so in, in a generic sense it's something that that makes me go that glitches me we see so much stuff we see so much content we see so many i, th I think so you can say shit. I think you can say shit yes, there. Yes, shit. Yeah, absolutely. We see so many things, so many things just flying past in front of our brains that our brains need a fuse, and that fuse is, oh, that's different. Yeah. Oh, that's different. A little, a little so interrupt. We, a little, a little interrupt. interrupt, exactly. So so to save, you know, that sort of thumb-stopping moment, whether it's and, – and, and, and me, I'm quite a simple animal, so a nice picture, a nice face catches me, uh, a nice colour – uh, something different and interesting that just and and then I'm and I'm into it and either deciding whether this is going to be inspirational, educational, or whatever. So in a generic sense, I'm looking for someone to give me a little bit of something, and that's the way I treat my network as well. Now it might not look at that all the time, but I'm trying to give you something. I'm trying to give you. I'm trying to make it. I'm trying. So I live on the principle, and we try to get our clients to work on the principle that that little network you've got, whether it's 500 people or 5,000, are precious, are super yeah. precious. So you need to look after them and don't just throw crap at them. No. Look after them. They're your, they're your friends. They're your network. They're your, they're your, they're your family. They're, they're your family. family. There you go. Yeah. 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 So, so, so treat them well, look after them, be respectful and put out content that you think is going to be helpful to their lives. Um, and I, and that's the kind of stuff that really helps me. Now, of course, there are fantastic content producers that put out stuff. I can't think of one piece. Uh, in fact, well, there you go. I love your, um, I love the thing you did about the, so one that sticks in my mind. Um, I thought you might ask a question like this. Was your um, the zombie one that you did? The zombie. That, if you're looking for a piece of content, I thought that was awesome. <laughs> is it the one? Well, yeah, the, uh, the the clubhouse. Yeah, clubhouse. There, the dead yeah. Thing. Where is everyone? They're all <laughs> in clubhouse. And now they're all. And now they're all back. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, that's uh, well. Android, I think they've just um, they've just switched on uh, um, Android uh, enabled it yes. for Android users now, and it's on the marketplace. So I'm do I'm wondering if the, the numbers are going to start bumping back up again. Yeah. We shall see. I'm we shall see. But that's so that's the, in a genetic sense. I'm looking for something that first of all catches my eye, makes me wanna makes me wanna um, uh, see what it's all about, and then something I, I'm looking for. You know, give me something. If it's just drivel, if it's just buy my stuff, I'm out of there. Just the way we would do if we got that in a direct message after a connection. And the same with content. We're we're yep. out of there. We're bored with that. We've seen it all before. Yeah. Buy, buy, buy my shit. Buy my, <laughs> I will occasionally put up a buy my shit post. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm, right. I will go there. But yep. uh, but I like to think I had a certain amount of value before I, I come. So you've kind of like earned it. You think you've earned it. You've earned the right I, because I, you I added think, so much. Yeah. I think I've earned the because right. Because you added value. Yeah, added yeah. value, add value, added value. <laughs> yep, well done. Um, um, uh, what do you love most about this platform, about Linky Dinks? Uh, it's uh, it always comes back to the same thing: the ability to build meaningful connections. That's it. That's the reason I'm here. That's the reason I get up in the morning. It's the reason I log in. It's the reason I put out content, and the, the reason I connect with people is I'm trying to build meaningful connections and. That, um, you know, Matt Pybus is on the screen right now. Matt Pybus is a meaningful connection, beyond meaningful connection to me in my life. Um, you are beyond meaningful connection to me in my life. We've never met in person, either of us, uh, but we met, we're, we're on here. You're part of our digital community. So I'm here to build meaningful connections that are either going to just make me smile. They're going to make me uh, have the ability to pay my mortgage, uh, which is a nice thing, um, yeah. or they're going to, they're going to, do things like refer for me or, or or drop me a note of advice or and I run a little uh, podcast called Cruxcast. So I'm at the stage where I get lovely things where people drop me a line and say, hi, Eric, I loved your podcast, blah, blah, blah. It'd be really cool if you met my friend. I think they'd be great on it. I love that. That's awesome. Yeah. So, so for me, it's it's meaningful. What do you think the definition of meaning meaningful connection is? It's beyond... So thank you, Thomas. Um, it's beyond the flat connect and just add you into a cold rack of matrix baths that we forget about and talk. <laughs> just, and, and you know, you're there and I'm never going to speak to you. So the meaningful part is um, you and I get to know each other. You and I get to understand each other. You and I form a little synaptic bond and we realize that actually there's a possibility that that meaningful part could be, for me, it's anything. It could be the fact that you make me smile the fact that you entertain me, the fact that you help me or I can help you, the fact that we can introduce a refer for each other or we can put each other in a position where we can get um, meaningful commercial interaction with someone else or yourself, whatever that meaning might be. Sorry, I'm uh, that's, rabbit. That's beautiful, man. That's, it's beautiful, yeah. beautiful. That's, it's a beautiful that's, thing. That's, yeah, that's it. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's interfacing, interfacing with other humans. <laughs> You look like a Bond villain there. Ah, Mr. Bond, you are interfacing. Ah, Mr. Bond, really small fingers. Really small, yes, exactly. Really no. small hands. Really small fingers. <laughs> I do have very small hands, actually. Um, uh, what, what one piece of advice would you give to new content creators starting out on the platform? I think about it. Think about it. Um, get, get a piece of paper out or open OneNote or Notes or whatever and sit down and make a plan. Um, I'm, I'm not going to get into specifics about content or, or what you should do or what you shouldn't do. But for me, it's about going back and making a plan. What do I want to be famous for? How do I get that message across to my network? How do I do that with content? And if you're at all concerned or confused about how it might work or whatever, 
phone someone who does it because there are lovely people out there. If you drop me a line and said, hi, Eric, I've watched your content, which would be bizarre. I liked your content. Could you give me some advice? You're getting that advice. We're on a Zoom yeah. call. We're helping. That's what we're supposed to do. If you do that to Nick Rayburn, you'll get that advice. He did it to me. So ask for support. Make a plan. This is what I want to be famous for, but I don't really know how to get that across. Have a look at some people. Get some ideas and contact them. Contact them. It's, a, it's you know, people are helpful here. Yeah, I, I think that's I think that's why I um out of, out of all the social media platforms, this is the one that kind of uh spoke to me the most because it's a it's a very friendly, warm human environment for the most part. There's there's no the politics on the platform, um, which you tend to get on, on other social media platforms. Okay. I think it's because it's it's primarily populated by business owners. So the, the, there's a certain element of fear of I don't want to look like a dick on this platform. <laughs> so yeah. It, generally tend to be nice uh, because of it um yeah totally so, uh, and a lot of people here are are, const are constrained by the fact that they're maybe representing organizations so they're they're yeah. they're their true feelings about what they want to say to you are somewhat curtailed which is a which is probably a good thing if they're, <laughs> if they're that type of person that's going to going to get all sweary and angry yep if we don't like the sweary and angry especially not on uh, on linkedin uh, okay no. oh hold on oh. a minute my oh, other yeah. my other my other camera's died one second other camera how poncy is that second. how poncy is that other camera most of us are just doing this on our laptops he's got multiple oh, cameras no, rubbish I, you can see how prepared i was for this my uh my um my charger for that other camera is actually in the other room so we're going to stay right. on this angle okay oh, what a nightmare yeah, we're we're to stay on one camera <laughs> i'm surprised you haven't sent one of the sound crew off to get the charger <laughs> Um, so this is this is my favourite part of the show, and I'm sure it is yours as Oof. well. It's the quick fire movie quiz round. So I might, say, I, might I might not give you what you're looking for here. It might be rubbish because I don't know as much about film as you, but I, I am into film. Uh, I know you are. I know you are. You'll, you'll be fine. You'll you'll just breeze through it, dude. Just you'll you'll breeze through it. Um, so, what is your favourite movie? I'm going to cop out and say Goodfellas. I just love it. Yeah. Good, good choice. Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, uh Scorsese, yep, classic. Yep. Uh that's classic. the uh the 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 tracking shot into the uh the restaurant. Outstanding cinema gold. There's my a, there's favorite, a really, my favorite carry on. There's a really good shot in that movie as well, which kind of um sums up uh I, I think I was watching the, the making of uh, documentary and um there's a scene in it where there's a shot of the car tire. And yeah. all the guy, all the wise guys get out of the car, and you can see the car suspension lift up because he's a like, awesome. big, heavy set guy. Yes, it's like, yes. That one shot just kind of sums up like these are big, like don't mess there's with that, these guys. There's a scene in that film that I never, ever, ever lose faith in, and it's where Karen has been roughly handled by a guy who fancies her, and she phones Henry early in their relationship. Yeah, yeah. And Henry yeah. comes home, and when he walks up the driveway and she says, he started to touch me. I told him to stop. He started to hit me. When Rayleigh Otter turns around and walks across that street, I'm frightened of him. Yeah, you're like, just get out of this dude's he way. Is, he is raging. Yeah. Raging. And I, I think that's a, a little powerhouse moment. I've got I've got the, the hairs are standing up just thinking about it. I just So it's a bit of a cop-out because everybody loves good fellas. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But uh, I a, love it. It's a great movie. It's, it's a, a great movie. What? Awesome movie. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> uh favorite movie quote if you have one i do and it's i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna do this one there's something out there waiting for us and it ain't no man we're all gonna die it ain't no man oh predator. My goodness predator 
What predator? I just had a blank there. I don't know why I had a and I, I actually did I actually did a predator marathon in my parents a few days ago. So you'd have thought I would have recognized that quote. It's uh it's it's always made me laugh because it actually made me laugh out loud when I was a kid when I watched it because it's so over the top. It's Billy, it's Billy, uh the Native American yeah, who yeah, does all the yeah. tracking and all that. And they're like, What do you see, Billy? What do you you know something? What's going on? And he just goes, There's something out there and it's waiting for us. It ain't no man. We're all we're all gonna die. We're all gonna die. And the guy goes. <laughs> I just love that. I just love that quote because it's so over the top. It's a fan fantastic movie. Um, I, I'm actually um, this is controversial, but I'm actually more of a fan of Predator Two than I am of One. Oh no, I get that. I get that. Because because yeah. because Danny Glover and uh, and um, oh, what's his name? Who's who's the the crazy actor from Point Break who played um um. Uh, Keanu Reeves' partner, I can never remember his name. Bonkers actor. If anyone, if anyone remembers, put it down in the comment section. Absolutely batshit crazy actor. He's he's in it as well. I can't, <clears throat> I can't remember. Uh, I'm sure someone will uh, will answer in the uh, in the comments. So it was, it was Keanu Reeves' partner in Point Break. Right, cool. If anyone knows, and I, I think he was in uh, Big Brother at some point as well. Um, a Star Trek or Star Wars? Uh, well, that's a bone of contention in this house because Mrs. Doyle is a Trekkie. And she's a, a make it so Jean Luc Picard Trekkie, and there is no other oh, Trekkie I, to her. I I can see that. I I also was weirdly was a fan of the Picard in the in the nineties. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, cool. So I'm a I'm a Star Wars person. Well, they do say opposites attract. So opposites attract exactly. <laughs> so yeah, I'm a I'm a Star Wars I'm a Star Wars fan. Had a had a, a Millennium Falcon. Had a had a, a Death Star model when I was a kid and all that. Just. Uh, I just uh, I'm I'm not hugely into like you know I'm not a, I'm not like a, a a genius about it I'm not like a you know a proper a, nerd yeah proper <laughs> nerd about it I I just really like I would if there was Star Trek movie on one channel and Star Wars on the other I'm watching Star Wars I my, I said to someone on Clubhouse the other night that my analogy for LinkedIn was that it's a lot like the Millennium Falcon it will get you where you need to go really quickly, but it's just held together with, with you know, bubblegum and, <laughs> and goodwill. goodwill, yeah, and goodwill hope, yeah. and hope. A uh, lot of hope, yeah. And you, you're and constantly it's, it's banging stuff to get it to work. <laughs> yeah, glitching, glitching, glitching. Um, I, uh, and I'm really, I'm really chuffed because um, my, my daughter's a, my daughter's a, 22 year old graphic designer and she's into marvel and stuff like that but she's a big star wars person and my son who's 16 has just gone on about i don't have it in his where he lives uh, with his mother he's got disney channel and he watched the mandalorian oh mandalorian is fantastic dude yeah. i've never seen Brilliant. that and he said he said it was awesome so he's gone back and watched you know you can go and watch the star wars films in chronological order the way that yeah 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 so we're yeah. actually watching newer ones and older ones he's done although, that although i don't i don't believe that the uh the prequel trilogies actually exist they're just a figment of george lucas's imagination i refuse right. to accept that they that we right. don't talk about those we don't talk about those okay <laughs> um gary boosie it was gary boosie gary crazy man boosie there we go gary that's, that's, outstanding that's the, he's, he's in Predator too the the price of admission alone for a boosie movie is just like you just know you're gonna get batshit crazy you're gonna it's get like, value you're gonna get value it's like it's like you know nicholas i i do you know what would be the ultimate powerhouse combination a movie with Nicolas Cage and Gary Boosie in it. Can you imagine those two just going back oh, yeah. crazy each other? Oh yeah, you? absolutely. Amazing. Uh, um, Gary Boosie was uh what's the what's the famous um 
I mean, I, I, I love crap films like this. The st- famous Steven Seagal one where he's the chef on the on the ship. and uh, oh, under, gets, under Siege. Under, under siege. siege. And I think it's Tommy Lee, Jones is, <laughs> Tommy Lee Jones is the leader, but Gary Boosie is the second in command and he's a psychopath. That's not much of a stretch, though, for Gary Boosie, to be fair. No, because no, really. I think he, he, he actually might On be. the edge. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Um, uh, first film you remember seeing as a kid? My father took me to see uh, Jackie Chan, The Big Brawl, at the Govan Lyceum. It must have been in 1975, 76, awesome. something like that. Epic. And yeah. I'm sure it's probably etched etched in your memory. And I remember, I remember we sat down. It was, it was at the time when you used to get a little mini film before the film and okay. uh, uh, a little trailer film. I don't know what they're called. And there was a, there was a, uh, it was, it was something called like real steel. It wasn't real steel. It was like steel or something with, with um, Lee Majors, who was the $6 million man. It was a little film yeah. about him working on a construction site. And he got into his truck and this lady took her top off. And my father put his hands over my eyes and said, don't tell your mother. Don't tell your mother. Don't tell your mother. And I was like that. Oh, my goodness. What is this? This is shocking. <laughs> That's probably why you remember that film so well, actually. It's probably, probably because yeah, of that probably. specific specific scene in that, yeah. in that yes. trailer beforehand. Um, so it, was sh- it was shocking. Your, uh, your, what's your favorite genre of movies? If you have one, favorite genre. Uh, this is this is awful. This is when this is when everyone tunes out and just goes, ah, this is this is just a waste of half an hour of my life. I like everything from Scandi noir, sort of deep. I like uh, I like sort of fantasy, Lord of the Ringsy, Hobbity stuff. But actually, my son and I love nothing more than sitting down and watching crap Jason Statham type films. I love them. Oh, I love them. Yeah. I'm sorry, I do. I love them. Yeah, there's, there's, yeah, there's. Um, I think Cranked is one of my favorites because that's yeah. just batshit crazy. But, but yeah, Mechanic I'm, I'm, I'm Transporter. The, I, I'm, I love- I'm the same with them um, with really bad B movie horror. Like, I love a, a really shit cheat. Like, I watched uh, Fright Night the other night, the original mm-hmm. Fright Night, which is, is just, it's, it's fucking retarded to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, 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 it's a, it's a fantastic movie. Um. Mm-hmm worth the price of uh, admission totally um, my, my son and i will regularly say we'll high five each other and say that's the best crap film we've ever seen <laughs> there's a lot you can learn from crap movies an totally. awful lot totally yeah, yeah i mean you look, whole... at, you, 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 you look at tarantino um he, he hoovered up you know sort of b and, and c uh grade movies his whole life because there's, there's so much there's there's gold there's gold, gold in absolutely there. gold but you know if if, <laughs> if, if if the rolling titles come up and i see statum driving a, an audi uh, driving an Audi around a, a small Italian town centre, doing handbrake turns and all that. Well, I'm I'm tuned in for the next couple of hours. <laughs> I'd love have, to have be more s- cerebral, but that's basically what I can do. You just yeah, you just crack crack open a beer. And yes, Haley, you can't beat uh, a bit of statum. You can't. You definitely can't. Um, have you seen uh, the Gentleman, Guy Ritchie's new new movie? Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't. I, I kind of fell out of favour with Guy Ritchie, but I watched the Gentleman and I really enjoyed it. I think it's his best. I think it's his best movies ever done. It's just yeah, the dialogue is cracking. It's just it's it's brilliant. It's marvelous. And of course, he got he got Matthew McConaughey to do that oh, part. Yeah, fantastic. Just outstanding. You can't you can't, can't beat the McConaughey. Um, uh, favorite actor or actress? Ooh, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go. I've got lots of favorite actors and actresses. Um, my favorite uh, actress at the moment is Nicola Walker, the British the British actress, the English actress. She was in um, a fabulous British TV series called the The Unforgotten. She had uh, she was a, a detective. Um, 
She's absolutely, so she was Cassie Stewart in Unforgotten. I love her and I love whenever she's in a film, I'll watch it because Nicola Walker, I think is at that high watermark of British um, acting. Um, of all time, I like Robert Redford. I like everyone from uh, uh, Dustin Hoffman, but actually someone who I will always watch their films and I'm never really disappointed is Denzel. I love Denzel Washington. Yeah, yeah. Denzel's got a, uh... Oh man, he's, got, he's he's got what we call presence. He's, he's just a incredible. Yeah, he's a smooth oh, man. Yeah, he's, he's smooth, smooth. I, 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 I'd like. I wouldn't mind hanging out with Denzel actually. Totally, I think it would be educational. I think it would be. Yeah. Uh, I think it would be quite a spiritual thing. He's quite. A, I think he's a bit. I think when when uh, when this world finally falls off its axis and the elders are selected, Peter Gabriel, <laughs> Peter Gabriel, Denzel Washington, people like that. You know, uh, I think probably Morgan Freeman's going to be in there as well. The elders, the elders of the world, the elders. Yeah, they're all going to be there. And I'll, and I'll just go, just tell us what to do and we'll do what yeah, you want. Just, just, just guide us, guide us guide in us. the way. Guide us, all learned ones. <laughs> uh, best Gary Oldman film? Leon. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Probably. All that, all that with the pills. Yeah. yeah. Just, I, I just yeah. think he's electric. And he's done some crap. Oh yeah, he's done some, he's done some rubbish. But uh, but I, I I love his performance in Leon. Yeah, he's he yeah. is such a versatile actor. He's uh, he's amazing. Um, why did you ask that question? Why him? Why Gary Oldman? Because uh, he's yeah. just one of my favourite acts. Brilliant, play. brilliant. That's, yeah. that's why. Yeah, cool. love it. <laughs> um, who's your who's your favourite director? If you have one, favourite director. See, see, that's a terrible question to ask people like me because that's not something that I ever focus in on. However. Um, I did. I did put Christopher Nolan on a bit of a pedestal until he made Tenet. Uh, Tenet, dude. Uh, see, this is why. This is why I love you because <laughs> we completely, one thousand percent, agree with each other. That yes. Tenet is like a high production value student movie. They totally. gave way too much money, and it's like, is it, it? It literally felt. And then this is, you know, Nolan's. Nolan's pretty much like. He's God, basically. Yeah. He doesn't make bad movies. It's like, no. where did that? Where did it's that? Like, it's like they were making it up. From? It's like they were making it up as they were going along. Yeah. Uh, just, it just, it just didn't. Say, it, it felt, it felt at, like amateur to me. And I was really, you know, big actors, great, big story. great cast. Yeah, great yeah. cast. Yeah. Huge, expansive story. Nolan, it's Nolan. Like you don't make bad. Like I was, I was like, yeah. Where's give me my popcorn? Take my money. I want to see this. And I was like, what is this pile of poo? I know. It's, I actually yeah. at one point went back and checked the spelling to make sure it wasn't like Christopher Nolan. <laughs> Christopher, <laughs> Christopher Nolan with an E at the end, a different guy. Some <laughs> Italian, <laughs> Italian knockoff. <laughs> Christopher Nolano. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> I love it. Um, <laughs> uh, but, but, okay, so that's who, that's who I've fallen out of love with, but you won't like this. I, I'm sure you won't like this. In fact, I'm, I'm guaranteed. A, a director that I would tune in and watch his films is uh, Paul Greengrass. Greengrass, yep. Yep, just because of, I like all that Captain Phillips, Bourne-style shaky camera stuff. I love all that. It works, you know, if he's if you're going downstairs with Greengrass, the camera's going downstairs and the, you're in the car we're and it's all, in. I love all that. I, lo I love feeling as if I'm in, like, the hydraulic chair in a film. <laughs> it's brilliant. And I I'm love in all the that. movie. I'm in the movie, um, yeah. Most, most hated film of all time. Uh, Sweeney Todd, the musical with Johnny Depp. Oh, and, uh, yeah, yeah. There's a reason for that. Is that I I don't like musicals, right? I don't I don't yeah. actually mind a a big 
I don't actually mind that, you know, like uh, the greatest showman and all that. It's fine. That's no problem because it, it doesn't hide. Sweeney Todd faked it with me, right? So Johnny, <laughs> I saw Sweeney Todd I'm really angry with because I saw Johnny Depp, like Johnny Depp. Sweeney Todd, like the story of Sweeney Todd. The advert looks great. I buy my ticket. I walk in, I sit down. And I'm going to give you a shave. What is going on? You duped me. <laughs> what is what is going on here? What? Is, whoa, whoa. I'm looking around the cinema going, why is he singing? Is anyone why else seeing this? Like, yeah. Alan Rickman's like that. Don't cut me while you shave me. Oh, no, I'm gone. I'm gone. So I was insulted by that film, and I haven't seen the ending because I walked out. Uh, I, I actually did enjoy it, but um, I never used to like musicals. It's not until I met my wife that she turned me on to musicals. Um, and I love anything kind of uh, Victorian and, and sort of macabre like that anyway. But, yeah, I'm, I'm, I can kind of see where you're coming from in that, yeah. You do feel only because I was duped. I was duped. Swindled. I love singing. I love singing. Michael. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I just, I just, I just, I, I was so put off by the first song. I was like, whoa, 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 this isn't a musical. Yes, it is a musical. It's a, everyone knows it's a musical apart from you. And I was so angry with it. So, but I'm over it now. I, I, I've grown up. Just, just, just breathe. Just yeah, and relax, and relax, and relax, and relax. Sir, you have been awesome. You've, you've brought on an intense level of energy, which has been palpable. I'm, I'm sure my audience have hugely appreciated it. You guys out there in comment land, as always, have been amazing. Even Rebecca talking about her roots and Matt talking about cake. Bloody fantastic. You guys have been brilliant. Thank you all ever so much. I love you from the bottom of my heart. And we will see you again next week. Thank you so much. Take care. Cheers, Eric. You've been a wonderful guest. Bye -bye, Loved everyone. it. Thank you. Bye-bye. Ta-ta. Bye-bye.